0: Welcome back to another episode of The Base Never Die. It has been a very, very long time since I was your host. But I'm here, Kanye I'm joined by Malcolm Meshikwa. I'm joined by Lesbio Musala. And first things first, I, I think it is very important. Um, Lesbio, I know, I know that you wouldn't let us get past this. Liverpool still top. You guys are still top. There's no trend. There's no Salah. What do you think is truly Liverpool's level? Of course, you're top of the log. But I think you've benefited. And I think you are honest enough to accept that... The fact you guys haven't been in the Champions League does play a role. Mm-hmm. What is Liverpool's real level right now? Because you you got you gotta the scoring chance, the but you're not, not necessarily dominating games. You're beating Bournemouth with 4-0, but in the first half, you really, really look kind of average.
1: What, uh, what,
0: is, what is the truth about Liverpool in your eyes?
1: The, the truth is that we're five points clear at the top. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> that's the honest truth of, that's God's truth, really. That's even above mine. Um, I hear your point about we look us looking like, you know, less than our usual selves in that first half. Um, let's not forget, beginning of the season, we were like down 1-0 every game. Red cards every other game. It was crazy. And yet and still, um, 22nd of Jan, Liverpool five points clear at the top. You want to ask what I think our level is? I think on our day, on our day, top three in the world.
2: Oh, like Pogba. <laughs> exactly. oh, on your day,
1: exactly like Pogba. Okay, exactly. Okay. It's uh it's uh But look, it, it, look, our days have been anything but few and far between. Uh, I've just been really impressed with. I just want to shout out quickly, Trent Alexander Arnold my pick for PFA player of the season so far. I think he's been immense defensively, offensively, uh, fluidity, leadership, all that stuff. That's my piece on Liverpool. We are back, baby. I'm looking for title number 20. Let's go. Okay. Sorry, okay. sorry,
2: Kanye, if I could just interject there I think uh, the, the daps to Trent are fair But the, the, not to say the real daps But a lot of that has to go towards Joe Gomez If we're being 110% honest ooh, Because ooh. the stability he has brought you guys At left back Has literally just given Trent doesn't have a position right now It's just go play football And we all agree mm. if that's Trent's role in a team He's gonna cook you, cook you. So yeah. I just wanted to shout out Joe Gomez because they made they actually made him Ice Spice. So like
0: <laughs> wait, wait, who made him Ice Spice? He was ice spice. He came up with the injury and he thought objectively.
2: Dude, he's, I'm he's, just saying that by, edit but... that, that like edit was nuts. That Why did he defend like that? that? You 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 fall sometimes, bro? Uh,
0: listen, listen, I'm I'm all for this Joe Gomez Remontada. I would like it to be known that he brought it upon himself. He was he was playing poorly and he's fixed it. No one made him
1: anything. Nah, they 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 the uh, our black king, I won't lie. Yes, thank uh, you. Thank you, Sheikh, for not, telling the truth. He's not, not my king. Uh, see, but you also I saw you slang the as well. You yeah, did, you, you did I I, <laughs> I don't know what either of you are talking about. That's literally never happened.
2: You killed that brother in my you life.
1: Can... Uh, I don't know <laughs>
0: The Seba's denials aside, what do you think about Liverpool? Do you think they are, as as says, a top three side in all football?
2: Yeah, I think Liverpool are. I was actually thinking about this yesterday when I was, and I don't want to jump topics, but when I was watching Madrid play, I was like, oh no, Real Madrid is just Liverpool and Man United combined. And I was looking at it from the perspective of. Manchester United have the the the, the you know <laughs> the backhand the backhand connections that can win them games uh, and also are very lethal on a counter. And Liverpool, in the sense in, in terms of how Real Madrid are like these teams, that's the, Madrid, the Man United aspect. And the Liverpool aspect is from the, the perspective of they actually don't need 90, they don't have to play well for 90 minutes to win a game. They need 15 minutes of top, top quality football and your whole world can be turned over. And that's true of Liverpool, no matter what era you look at. Whether it's, you know, uh, early 2000s, um, you know, late late 90s, early 2000s, when Michael Owen was there, um, the mid, with the Champions League, you guys won in the mid-2000s. You know, Gerrard, I'd, I'd say that, that Gerrard Torres era was an era of sustained football. And same goes for that Brendan Rodgers era. But even in between all the Vance and all of that, Liverpool are a team that, they literally just need 15 minutes of noise in Anfield and for their players to like believe in their quality to to, to, to run you down, which is very Real Madrid-esque. So if you ask me how Liverpool, uh, a top three team in football, uh, from a sustained perspective, no, but they are they are a team that can beat anyone. Literally can be on their day, of course, yeah. To to what Tibo was saying, but less so on their day because when I how I take on their day to mean is like if everyone is performing optimally, Liverpool don't need that to win. They just need fifteen minutes of fifteen minutes of 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 focus. So you know what I mean? To like if it's like Pogba is the best midfield in the world on his day, it means for full ninety minutes he taps into. You know the, 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 the skill sets we see that make Pogba Pogba or that made Pogba Pogba. Liverpool can start a game shit, <laughs> be shit for 45 minutes, Pep mm. gives them a, 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 a team talk, they sing You'll Never Walk Alone, they come out and the first 15 minutes, they kill you, four goals and they finish the game shit and they win the game. So, I don't even mean that to be disparaging towards Liverpool because I have a lot of respect for the, for the club and a lot of respect for Klopp. But it's 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 a real it's like a superpower, dude. It's it's like you know in Dragon Ball Z. I'm I'm rewatching it now. When when Gohan used to get angry, and then for fifteen for, for, for one scene, he's stronger yes, than everyone. That's literally yeah. Liverpool. So it's like, I, I I agree with Siba from the perspective of, at their best, they're un, it's indisputable that they are up there. But from a a more sustained holistic point of view, I have them probably you know five to eight in the world. Um. Just because wow. just because I still don't see their ability to neutralize opposition the way I used to. I think there is a lot of individual brilliance. There isn't that team cohesiveness that I've kind of known to be the, the Liverpool club uh, system. Also the, the Champions League thing Kanye pointed out is a is a big factor. Not 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 to take that away from them because that was us last season, but um, mm-hmm. These guys getting a full full getting full rest allows Kunate to build the the bulldog he is. Um, but they they truly are, and you know some of us said in July Liverpool are back, just from one preseason game, and they are definitely back. Wow, wow! I
1: mean, two of us for sure. We we both said that.
2: No, uh, but yeah. you have to you have to say that every year though.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you say we're back after every goal. <laughs> and, every so it. back right
1: <laughs> now. You have to understand. <laughs> We've never been this back. <laughs>
0: dude, you, 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 you said you were back after suddenly equalizing against Chelsea. You guys are always back, in your eyes.
1: Yeah, dude, it's either that or it's over. But can I tell you right now, we're so back. Oh, my God.
0: Anyway, anyway, Liverpool aside, this weekend we also saw the comeback kid, Ivan Tony. Lads, 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 the promo for this piss me off. The interview he gave about winning a, big, a biggie club, piss me off. The fact that he scored after doing this worldwide tour he's done. I'm pretty sure he did more promo for his return than Drake did for his album. But um, (laughs) with all of that being said, when it it came down to it, he came back and they won. He scored a free kick. um, Very, very poor, like shoddy, shoddy wall from Forrest. But that doesn't matter. Tony's back. I've I've seen a lot of people talk about a move to Arsenal, a move to a bigger team. I actually don't think Tony needs to go anywhere. I don't think he's so good that he's definitely like a Champions League level player or that there's a Champions League team that needs him. What, what, what do you guys make of his return, his promo, all of that? I'll start with you,
2: um, I actually disagree. I think he needs to leave. Um, he needs to leave because he has a level of impact on a game of football that warrants the, 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 the highest level. If that makes sense. Not necessarily to say he as he is as refined as you would expect from a striker in the top six, but there are few players in world football today that can impact a game uh, over 90 minutes mm-hmm. like Ivan Tony. So I, mm-hmm. I, I actually think he deserves to, you know, be at, at the top level for that reason. Um, in terms of his performance and how, how he looked, I didn't catch the whole game. I, I caught highlights in a few, I think like 20, 30 minutes of the second half. Although it was an entertaining game, I uh, the, I, I I like watching Brentford for, Mbuemo and Tony. I love that that combination. Then obviously Bueno's at Afcon, so I was like ah, um, you know. So that that's why I wasn't as glued to it. But in terms of his holistic performance, how Brentford performed. They looked more like Brentford of old. They looked exciting. They looked um, very uh, threatening in transition. Uh, Ivan Tony, the player, phenomenal. The, the, the I don't want to say the man like I know him, but to, to echo your sentiments, this guy was doing a press run like he like he beats HIV. I don't know why he was <laughs> acting like 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 he you know like there was a like like there was a level of self victimizing. I'm gonna I'm gonna prove my haters wrong. What haters? Just stop betting. <laughs> just delete Skype it It, that's all you have to do so that part annoys me and that's the aspect of him that I think is is frustrating but I can't deny the talent and the ability there are very few players with that that profile uh, in world football so you know I I think he he should be looking to move but it's now about the right fit more so than anything else
0: okay okay Uh, I know I'm resting you here on the spot who is that team if you have to pick somebody
2: um you see, the, the, the issue with that question is it's it's less, it's, it's, it's more about what can teams get rid of, right? So certain teams have made investments that they're tied to because of the optics or because of the price tag. If we're speaking from the perspective of, okay, we can sell who we need to sell and get Ivan Tony in that team, the names that come to mind, the first name that comes to mind just kind of specifically derived from his personality that I've kind of hashed out just from this incident with his, his betting and stuff, Ivan Toney at Man United would be absolutely devastating because mm-hmm. he is a player that could localize your your, your, your attack going forward, right? He, he's a striker that doesn't need a creative player to cook. He's kind of like Drogba in that sense. He can kind of be the focal point of your attack and let everyone else do their own thing whilst he's still doing his thing, whether that's pinning defenders, direct balls, into, like linking up, poaching. So I look at specifically Marcus Rashford and uh, if they want to be creative players or, or be end product wingers, um, Tony would be so perfect for that. Also, the, the self-victimizing is right up Man United's alley. You have to self-victimize to represent that club as a player or even as a fan. So Man United is probably number one on my list in terms of like the most idealistic situation. In terms of, what what makes the most sense practically? I've, I know you have a bit of uh, a few reservations, Kanye. But I look at Arsenal and I say this is a nice match up, uh, mainly for the reason that it provides us a second dynamic. Um, we've kind of seen with Havertz the the benefit of having an aerial threat, and Havertz is aerially aerially dominant, but he's not aerially imposing. So Havertz is someone he's a player that's afraid of his size, pause, which is. Very annoying when you have a player that's 6-4. And Ivan Tony is a big player that likes to play like a big player. So I like that. I like that he's technically, su- technically sound and he's a danger in the air. He would fit in our squad really well. Of course, now the question is uh, the price tag. And I know, Kanya, you've spoken at length about that. And I agree. that What they're demanding is ridiculous. Um, but another team I could see him cook at is Spurs. And um, yeah, I-, I think those are the main three, just given how they play, where I'd say... I can see a fit for you there. I don't think he fits the Liverpool mold as well. I don't think he would uh, cook at um, Chelsea because Chelsea don't know what, she, what Chelsea is doing. And who's the other team? Oh, City, forget about. So, yeah, I think those three teams in the Big Six, I could really see him doing, doing them as I had.
0: Okay. Okay. No, very, hmm. very well argued. Um, for what it's worth, if Tony was available for 40M, I'd take him. But I'd throw. I, I also kind of like that he's a cut. I feel like Arsenal need a player. Mm. On some level, I don't like mm. the idea of everyone being afraid of getting on the wrong side of somebody else. Sometimes, sometimes necessary in football. But uh, take take all that on board. Siba, do you have any opposing views about Ivan Tony?
1: Myself, uh, no. I actually am in the pro Tony camp. Uh, I was thinking about how when Robbie Fowler got his ban. Uh, and he came back and sorted the touchline like it was cocaine. Is a lot like Tony cheating to score that free kick. I, I I love that. I think the Premier League needs that. Like a delusional striker who's just an unreal bagsman man. Like you just can't beat this guy. Like the touch mm. should get banged era Vardy eleventh goal against Man United. That kind of stuff. Like, did we need that? We need this, mm. and um. I love Ivan Tony. I think he's a really, really, really good player. Perhaps not destined to be, you know, the great striker in the world, anything like that, but definitely um, a very big asset to a team that's needing a leader. I really like the Man United shout. I think um, Man United are in a place of moral, even spiritual fragility. And I think someone mm. so unabashedly obsessed with himself is exactly what Man United need. I mean, that's what Cancell literally did for Man United, I think, when they were in a similar position. So, um, yeah, I think with all the facts and figures and um the stats and the eye tests or whatever, maybe sometimes we forget, you know, this is a this is also a game of characters. You know, personalities play a big role in the sport. And I think the team Man United
0: Okay, okay. I, I, think, I think I like both the answers. Um, outside of the Prem, I think my shout would be Atletico Madrid. I think in a world where there's no Murata, Tony, and could, could be yeah. fun to watch.
1: But yeah, enough I about
0: I let's move on very briefly to Arsenal beating Palace 5-0. I think there's nothing spectacular that happened in this game. Um, a coach that should be in a retirement home, or at least with his grandkids, getting yeah. absolutely uh, flattened by Arsenal. Uh, said peace do. dominance. I don't know what it is that Palace wants to do in this game. Uh, I have nothing to say, really. Anything major from the game that for you?
2: Oh, what a boring game of football. I mean, look, I'm happy we won. Um, you know, and I've seen a lot of fans getting gassed saying Martinelli's back. And I, I'm like, yo, Palace have, what, one win in 11 games? It's just, they're, in, they're in a mess. Um, uh, it, it proves without a doubt that um, the 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 new manager bounce we saw under Hodgson was just residual from uh, Vieira's tenure, right? You, you Vieira just had a very tough run of games. That's what got him sacked. The players were competent competent, well well trained, well coached. You just didn't repeat and you know, they cooked. But it wasn't because Hodgson had, you know a a, 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 a some revelation. It was because the player were all trained. Once that kind of wears off, you have what you have now. So, nothing really to report from a, the perspective of how we played. How we looked. It looked a bit disjointed. I am happy to see Trossard got the start, um, and I am happy to see Emil Smith get more than thirty minutes. And I think that is hopefully indicative of a a shifting of perspective from from Arteta in terms of utilization. And I think uh, Emil Smith at that left hand side on the left hand side of that midfield is is something I'm dying to see. Um, we have questions over you know that left back position if that does happen because I don't like how how open it will leave us down that left hand flank. But Emil Smith next to Martinelli, it looked phenomenal. Happy Martinelli scored. Um, yeah, it, it is what it is. I'm kind of just waiting for our, our next game to, before I. I really give a comment on where we are as a club because that was that was a game. I think kind of, we both tweeted this is this should be five. The game against Nottingham is what I'm really looking to. That's a way so that, that'll be a bit more challenging. And then of course we host these bastards uh from Merseyside on the fourth. So that my my my, my focus is on Nottingham, as opposed to getting gassed from that.
0: Yeah, very very level headed approach, honestly. Like I've I've never been less inspired watching a five in the Arsenal one. I think it genuinely showed more Palace's level than ours, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, see, but I don't want to ask you to speak too much about Arsenal because, as we said before, that game, nothing real to take home from there. Um, the most interesting thing I, I saw this weekend, and you guys have heard me talk about them for a while, Girona beat Sevilla 5-1. Oaks, we've seen Crystal Piatek, we've seen... Luka Jovic, we've seen lots of strikers emerge and, and threaten to be long term problems. I am all in on Otem Djobbik. Simple, mm. simple striker. He's tall, he's tall, he's got a decent burst to him. But in 20 games, 20 games the season, he's scored 14 goals actually against Sevilla. I am very moved. In this in this Girona team, I, I'd I'd like to say like Savia's my favourite player because he's of the most outright talented. But Jovvik's goals. I, I I I am such a huge fan. Uh, I, what are you guys' thoughts? Truly, truly, we are so. I keep asking what you guys think about Girona, but what, what 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 do you think is, is happening here? Do you guys care at all, uh, Sheik? You,
2: um, in terms of what I, I definitely do care uh, about Girona because of what they they represent. Uh, but from the perspective of like knowing players' names, like to be honest, I didn't know how to say his name until you said it. I typically have Girona on, uh, what's it, Dov, Dov Big? I, I didn't know. I, I, me, I'm honest with our listeners. I, I didn't know how to say his name. I often have Girona games in the background, peaking, you know. Um, but I think it is time that you take note. Because, and not you as in you, but me. Because it's January 22nd. Uh, they're still cooking. They're uh, still making waves. So I definitely do, lo- I do care. I do think... Their star, The way in which they dominate games, dominate possession is, is beautiful to see from a team that doesn't necessarily have um, those superstars, you know. It's kind of, to, to, to quote Ange, you know, <laughs> just do it, mate. Yeah, you know, so they're just doing <laughs> it. They're, they're playing the way they want to play. They're, they're at the helm of the, of the Liga now, albeit having played a game extra. So it's definitely big. Um, the ties to Citigroup didn't, did, did you know make me a bit uh, because I'm like you know, what does that really mean? But, but besides that, it's it's massive. It is massive.
1: Mm-hmm. And Viva, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's uh, incredible what Barona are still continuing to do. Um, Sevilla have been burned cold. Uh, this season in general um it's still a surprise 5-1 loss against Girona uh Dovbeek is the kind of striker that i feel like um kind of you and i predicted you know the this next gen of, of strikers is coming up you know with the Year's and the Highlands or whatever i think he is a return to form for that position i'm really excited for that position to be um cemented and uh, again um the inside forward era obviously Salah and Mane and like Hillman's son and that stuff like Ronaldo kind of started. Um, I'm kind of glad that that's going away more and more. Um, and shout out to we kind of breezed past it earlier when we did the Ivan Toni thing. But Alvaro Morata, um, jeez, aging like fine wine. He's done really well this season as well. So, um, how old is he? He's like thirty one. Uh, yeah, yeah, thirty yeah. one.
2: Yeah, this guy's this guy's been around for years, guys
1: he's only 31 um, yeah I know it is insane but yeah no I just <laughs> want to say that I think my 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 most valuable thought to take away from this is um, that Dovbeek is having a good season and uh, Drona is the perfect place for him He, I think he's like 26 or something I don't think he should move uh, I think he should stay right there I think they're building a pretty cool project that side um I doubt that they can replicate the success next season, but let's see. Let's see. This was already surprise this season, so yeah. Ramos, he's finished, mates. He must. see. He's must retire. What the hell?
0: So staying in La Liga, I know you have very strong views on the way Madrid won yesterday. We'll we'll start with you. For the listeners who are unaware, Madrid won a game where the the where Almeria centre back, I believe, came out. Fl- plainly, and said someone out there didn't want us to win this game. Uh-huh. The fact that they, they they had a goal disallowed, uh, there would have been a three-one early in the second half. Only for for Madrid to soon on a penalty, finish to score with his shoulder or hand, as in in some people's views, before a ninety-ninth-minute winner from Carvajal. It's it's left a lot, a lot of people feeling a bit disillusioned with how how much integrity refereeing in Spain truly has at this moment in time. Uh what did you make of a just come back?
2: Uh, Don Perez. <laughs> that guy he he at halftime he found out the referees where the family lives and he sent his, his goons and he was holding them at gunpoint and said, Hey, let the guy know <laughs> Madrid is not losing to because that was nonsense. And honestly, it's why it's honestly why I struggle with Madrid fans that look at Barcelona and be like, "Oh, they 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 cheat." They ah, shut up! You oaks can't speak. Neither of them can speak, and honestly, it's why I ended up gravitating towards Barcelona. I know this is off topic, but I viewed Barcelona as the equalizer because Madrid have been doing this since their, their inception, since the days of, of 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 the Catalonian Wars, when when the when the when the king of Madrid, the king of Spain was saying. Barcelona every oak you 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 have that cooks we're signing and there's nothing you can it's in them so that game was just a reminder of what the institution of Real Madrid is and how they function because that was bullshit the whole game how it transpired was absolute nonsense uh if I can just sing sing the praises of of some of the Madrid players Garcia that's a left back lo- loved him he he looks so Competent on the ball. I love the way he picks his head up in the final third. Makes very, 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 very smart decisions. The cutback on Jude's goal that was disallowed. That is... If there are any left-backs that listen to this podcast, watch Garcia. Any young left-backs. He is phenomenal. I think he's going straight to the top. Jude Bellingham is just on a different level right now. The confidence he's playing... I mean, we've spoken about him a lot. But the confidence he plays with at at that club, at this age, it's it's, 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 uh, almost... I've never seen it before at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. I've seen Ronaldo do what do what he wants. Of course, he's Cristiano Ronaldo. But not, how old is Jude? Is it, what, 20? It's just, it's, un, it's unbelievable. Um, so I want to shout out Jude um, for that. Uh, and also, finally, to, to the, 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 the German, The hey, let he me not be ungrand, but the, the, for the, the German in the midfield, Tony Cruz, uh, one of the greatest deep line playmakers I've ever seen in my life. He is just pulling strings, orchestrating everything in this Madrid team. Oh, and the last thing is shout-out to uh, Danny Car- Car- Carvalho because Car- Carval because I really thought he was done. But the PEDs are kicking in and he looks absolutely phenomenal at right-back, looking like the Car- Carvalho of old. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that result was bullshit. And um, I think it's, it's... I don't know if you guys saw the transcript for the, 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 the Vinny goal. From VAR, the alleged transcript you know, there's false news. But essentially, the people in the VAR allegedly reached out to the ref saying, yo, dude, we think that's a hand. And he said, come on. And then they just let game, the game go on. That is nonsense. So, yeah, I think that was absolute bullshit. And whoever the, the player was from Almira that said that, I, I agree. There was clearly powers at, at play here.
1: Mm, mm.
0: Do, you, do, you, do you feel the same way about about how that game went down? Ah, uh, no, Real Madrid.
1: Listen, every single every <laughs> single call that the referee Manvia <laughs> are made. <laughs> look, guys, what we have to like realize and accept is sometimes a team is just better. All right, they're just oh my better, god, they're just better at winning football games. Um, they use unconventional methods, sure, but that's how winning is done. Okay, if it was acceptable means to everybody winning okay but not everyone is real Madrid you guys say Vinny's thing was a handball where does the hand start I don't think any of you can tell me definitively all right it hits the shirts
2: so can I sorry can I can I you know what's funny about this take because as as a Liverpool fan and a, a team that perennially gets fucked over by referees you're you're shooting, you're shooting yourself in the foot with your Madridster ways because it's the polar opposite. You guys know as Liverpool fans the nonsense that happens, but now nah, please continue. Uh, this your is, your, this your is contract is dependent on this. this.
1: This is how I gain balance in my life. Okay, this is if you if, if you're wondering, this is how I stay at equilibrium. Um, uh, look, I honestly think. Um... They were. I mean, like, dude got stamped on, which probably should have been in the first half. Um, there was sides. Uh, I'm not even even trying to like stir up or whatever. Uh, I mean, I, I'm glad that I am doing this, but I, these are my genuine beliefs. Real Madrid deserves to win that game. Hard done by, it? maybe, but that's ball, bro. It sucks to lose. Like, surprise, surprise. You didn't like that you lost. Well. Too bad, Jude Bellingham on top. Thank you very much. Gold assist, my oh, thank, thank you very much, Real Madrid. Too bad, so sad. You heard it from <laughs> YouTube Masala.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> Imagine
0: <laughs> moving on to Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Barca keep winning in the 90th minute. It's it's, it's one of the most <laughs> Barcelona things I've seen in in the Chevy's tenure. But it makes for exciting football in a game that they've thrown away uh, thanks to two goals from Isco. Uh, who should be playing with Spain again, by the way. Um, we, we Let Ferran, it go. Ferran, we saw Ferran Torres score a hat-trick. <laughs> we saw Charles Felix come to bench and win a game for them. What's well, was called the, the goal put them 3-2 up, more specifically. Uh, Pedri spits again. It looks like Barca are, for the most part, getting, getting back to a level of credibility. <laughs> They're looking like a side that will at the very least be good enough to beat Napoli in the Champions League. Um Any major thoughts on them on this game from you guys?
1: I don't like John Felix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and I, and why is that? I agree. I, I'm I'm inclined to just leave it at that. Honestly, you know what? I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't like John Felix.
0: Like that's that that's that's the thought. That's the main thought we're gonna roll. With. Yeah,
1: that's all I've got right now. I don't like him. That's my ambassador. I don't like him.
2: Now let me let me tell you what it is. It's 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 the, I don't know what's happened to the Portuguese. If it's Ronaldo or what, because obviously he's an icon. All of the youngsters coming through will look at him. That's the player you look up to. But there's a real stank energy about the modern day Portuguese players, man. It's yeah. this like this arrogance. But I'm a villain. But don't view me as a villain. Uh, like pick pick a side. What, what, what are you really? And, and that's what I see with Jao with Felix. He's one of the most unlikable footballers. I mean, we saw, we saw with Jao Cancelo <clears throat> how, how, how weird he, he is as a, an oak as well. Um, mm. Bernardo has odd vibes too. I, I'm just not a fan of him either. Uh, but, but, but to answer your question, Kanye, I, I, I love it not because I have any real affinity towards Barcelona and Mets, More so because I just like there being more competition in Spain. I think yeah, if you could have nice. a, 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 if you could have four teams because Atletico Madrid, are, you can't count them out. Um, if you could have four teams gunning for that La Liga title, it'll probably be the first time since like two thousand and seven that that's happened. Two thousand eight. Yeah, it's so been was, it's been so long.
0: Looking as it does with Verona nine points ahead of Atletico Madrid, are they still in this? Yes. Truthfully, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think there's enough yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it is Atletico. That's the only That's the only answer. It's Diego. <laughs> you can't count him until match week 32. You and can't Grisou, count him out.
1: Grisou, Grisou oh, like, Grisou uh, is cooking, bro. Oh, my goodness. Out of control.
0: Okay. Well, all then, leaving Spain behind. I, I, I think I, I have been waiting to touch this for quite some time. oh okay. I, I, I am starting to think Leverkusen is going to do this. It's, it doesn't feel like this, this unachievable dream the way, the way it did before. Mm. Bayern managed to lose 1-0 against Werder Bremen this weekend while Leverkusen somehow, somehow win against, against away at Leipzig in the 90th minute. My only real question, as, as we're watching all this unfold, there's a lot of players in this Leverkusen side that I don't think a lot of people were super well acquainted with beforehand. What do you guys think about the scalability of one, Xabi Alonso, um, playing the straight back system and two, some of their players, notably Frimpong Pong and Grimaldo. How, like what, how, how highly do you guys rate those two players? Sheik, we'll start with you?
2: Um, okay. So first of all, scalability, I think Xabi Alonso can take this as far as he wants to go. I think he has the fundamentals of coaching down, um, we obviously now need to see. So he has the, the hard skills down. And as Jose Mourinho has famously said, you know, very few players are thinking about coaching while they're playing. But Alonso grew up in a household with a coach and the grand, his grandfather was a coach. Dad was a coach. You know, and he makes perfect sense. So it's almost written in the stars. So the hard skills in terms of coaching down. Soft skills we only will know when he gets to a big club. So I think he can take it as far as he wants. The the world is his oyster. He's such a competent coach. Seems to be very level headed. Um, almost like the ice to Arteta's fire, just from a from a composure perspective. Um, and they we all know they're friends growing up. They were really close friends. So it, it it would be very poetic if you were to come back to Liverpool and you now you have three Spaniards fighting there in 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 England. Uh, but yeah. So that's the first question in terms of. Ah, uh, Frimpong and Grimaldo. Um, Frimpong, I, 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 I've seen, and I had seen prior to this season, but it was mainly because of his pace, uh, just kind of being known as a pacey, uh, uh fullback. Uh, but he's developed into a very competent uh, footballer holistically. Uh, what's most impressed me about him is his understanding of shape. When you're playing three, three at the back, you know, if you're that overlapping uh right 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 wing back right mid hybrid player you have to understand shape and 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 your angles otherwise there's that massive hole because you don't want to spread your you don't you're want to spread your back three so there's that massive hole to the right of the right center back and to the left of the left center back so if you don't understand when to go when to stay when to tuck in you're cooked so that's definitely the most uh shocking thing about him or the most surprising thing about him and I, re- I revel in the fact that we have another black player that is like genuinely tactically astute and on the ball he's more than just a fast you know people just kind of had him as the antith- the, 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 the uh, synonymous to Alfonso Davis no disrespect to Alfonso Davis but he is a player that's more dependent on his speed I think there is a player in Frimpong that can exist without speed which is very very reassuring uh, Grimaldo that has been a shock to me because I knew him at uh, Benfica I only watched him in the Champions League a, full t- a few times. Uh, I really only knew him as a, uh, the, the, the the player you you start off with in fat the left back that runs your team for a good 100 games because he's cheap, he, he was decent pace and he could pass. But he is exploding and it is just like, wow, he's honestly hitting the prime years of his career. So I think to answer your question in terms of where these two could go, um, I think Frimpong... Uh, can go anywhere. And I think he should keep uh, a pr- the perspective or the possibility of playing for any team uh, on uh, really in Europe, right? He's young. He's, I think, 22, 23, 23. Um, he, he started off at Man City. Uh, he cooked. Uh, he was, uh, where did he go before Leverkusen? Was it uh, in Celtic. Uh, Celtic? Yes, he was in, in Scotland. Uh, he, he, he was a, a starter for a, a season there. Now he's at Leverkusen cooking, so he he has he's well traveled. He's young, he's uh, versatile. I think he should really look at it from the perspective of I can go anywhere. In terms of Grimaldo, um, not to say he can't do that too, because there are definite systems where I think he could cook. But uh, a real trait of Spanish players is they seldom excel in environments that aren't in like somewhat Spanish. Mm. So. There needs to be a sense of home, either in the weather or in the players or in the teammates or in the coach and the coaching staff. So I would say for Grimaldo, stay put because Spanish players are known to get disgruntled quite easily. And you're 28. Put, put, pull a Leighton Baines here. You know, when I whenever I think of players that stay true and will the team to, to, to being Maybe not as good as they could have been, but damn near close. I think of Leighton Bain. So I think Grimaldo. So long as Xabi Alonso is in Leverkusen, I wouldn't even consider leaving. Um, from Pong, a bit more, a bit more options. But I would say the same thing: stay put with Xabi Alonso and see what you guys can create.
0: Okay, okay. So I'm 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 most interested in your response about Frimpong. You don't have any concerns about him as just a, an orthodox fullback in a back four. I understand you mentioned his understanding of space, but defensive capabilities. Do you think he could go to the Premier League, for example, and find the club and play in a flat back four and be fine?
2: I think the reason why the tactical component is so important is because when a player understands the game from an X's and O's point of view, you're equipped to be able to do anything and become anything. So James, James Milner is the perfect example of that. Right, he is a player who is never out of his depth in terms of understanding how a team plays and what a team needs to do well. So, he was a utility player that could play anywhere for any team, any manager. And I look at someone like Durkheim as another example of that. Okay. So, I, I, I think, so, sorry, did someone want to interject? No, 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 continue. I was gonna say, so I think, uh, when a player is coachable and when a player is uh, uh ept in 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 the in the tactical side of things they can evolve and grow so long as they're willing to be a sponge and try so in a back four there obviously are questions to be to be asked but i do think with the with the tactical you know uh, aberration not aberrations but uh adjustments coaches make in game you could hide that deficiency but even beyond that, I think he can genuinely. He's young. He can. He's young and he hasn't been privileged. I do think Trent is just as capable in terms of his understanding of the game to become an out and out right back. But the problem is he's privileged in the sense that he's he he's or he's 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 established himself as such a utility going forward that it's hard to say to Trent, "Hey, dude, get back here." you defend, right? Because then he's like, bro, do you know who I am? Frimpong isn't there yet. So I do think he isn't such a superstar that he's past the point of humbling and saying, track back. So I think there is time and uh, uh, potential for him to just be a, a, a traditional right back in a, four, in a in a back four system, so long as he remains humble and is willing to be coached. Okay.
0: okay. Uh, Ms. Botella? Do you have any dreams of Xabi Alonso taking over Jürgen Klopp?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I do tentatively because I do think that Real Madrid is probably his more his more likely destination. Uh, probably more fitting, probably better for him. Um, right now, we're in the Klopp 2.0 rebuild era and it's um, a very high chance that he extends. So I, I would be okay if with a clock extension and Alonso going to Madrid. Um but yeah, obviously this is he's wow, what a surprise hit. Not much of a surprise as Sheik's mentioned earlier. Everyone in his family's a coach. He is coached by all the best coaches like ever. So yeah, yeah. Um it's just great that he's done so well so quickly. And if a player if a coach like that could come back and do wonders for us, I mean it's always nice. It's always nice when Uh, Someone who's part of the history of the club comes and wins something with the club. So um, I hope one day it can happen. I already do. Uh, I'm interested to see if he can translate um, his uh, tacticals to the Premier League because I do feel like it's a bit more of a robotic league in, in comparison to the Bundesliga. I think there's space for more experimentation. But I don't want to cast any aspersions either. He's done fantastically well. And if he wins the league um, and Harry Kane does not, um, that would just be incredible. Um, I saw someone tweet not so long ago that um, Leverkusen are traditionally the almost club, like the what-if club. Like, mm-hmm. they were so close to to winning so many different things over the... Like, for example, had oh. a couple of those run-ins with them. And... Um, it would be really nice to see the tides changing. You know, no, we have we believe in the history. Um, football is nice because it's surprising. And this young t- uh, all these fresh new ideas. Uh buying of won eleven years in a row. Do we need do we need to see another one? And Kane, shame. But you'll probably win the next one. Who cares? So uh, I'm really Alonso and David Cusen, but basically, Alonso, even if it's not next season or 2026, whenever the thing ends, to go on and shine. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on that.
2: Sorry, if okay. I could just quickly, Kanye, if I could just touch on uh, what Siva said about Bayer Leverkusen being the almost club, because I actually didn't respond to that point you made. Um, dude, sometimes demons are the uh, ghosts, or demons are the hardest thing to fight. That season, Siva referenced the o one o two season, where they lost the they lost the league um, <laughs> after leading like one point away against like I think it was a relegation side. They they lost two nil and then Bayern won 3-1 and they lost it on goal difference and then they, they lose the, the Pokal Cup and then Zidane scores that Champions League out of this world, one in a million goal. Like, yeah, that's bro, that's in the span of like 11 days that that all happened. So, not to say, you know, not to be superstitious, but as Arsenal fans, you know, we, and also I guess as a Liverpool fan, uh, uh, having conquered your demons of the Premier League two, two seasons ago, sometimes it's mental. Sometimes... It, it it really is just the last four games. So the, not to put any voodoo on, on Leverkusen, but we know perennial perennial winners. They they exude a certain aura of like good fortune, you know. Like it's it's a real thing, bro. Like but by and last season how they won the Bundesliga last season too. So this season, enjoy the ride, Leverkusen. But know those final six games are the real tell-all because. Until then, with with, with Bayern Munich being the opposition, you can't get comfortable.
0: No, that definitely makes sense. But we touched on it nicely there. We can't talk about Bayern without talking about Leverkusen, sorry, without talking about Bayern as well. Um, I'm blaming a lot of this on Tuchel's divorce. I think he came back to football far too soon. That guy seems to be perennially unhappy. Um, He had a stint in India trying to, I guess, gain some clarity or ease, ease himself. He's, he's got a midfield two in, in the game against Remy yesterday. A midfield two of uh, Kimmich and, and Guerrero. Those are two fullbacks. Um, he signed Eric Dyer to play, um, for, I don't know what position. I want to say the, 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 the fourth choice centre-back or the, the fourth choice DM. I don't know if Kane had in his contract that you have to sign one of my friends uh, before, I, before I moved to Germany. But as much as Leverkusen have been really, really good this season, and that's another thing, they haven't lost a single league game. Bayern have also Stacey. been under one. Mm. And I, I I find it hard to, to fully make sense of. Because Bayern are always meant to be good. It's one of those things. If, if they're even slightly under their level, you know, eyebrows are raised about the coach. Um, they they finished the Champions League group dropping a single point. Uh, dropping only one point, I meant to say. And they were, for the most part, really, really impressive. I felt in in the group say, of the Champions League, but in the Bundesliga, they've looked terribly, terribly ordinary in in a place where it's meant to be the easiest. Um, Sheikh, what have you made of it? Are you blaming the divorce or my wife?
2: <laughs> this podcast kills me. I remember when when Toby was telling us uh, uh, <laughs> Conte's friend passing away is why Spurs didn't make it helpful. But um, look. I think I think ex- <laughs> I think external factors are always a part of why teams capitulate or things don't work out. I'm not I'm not trying to say you're wrong. But in this specific instance, I, I do think it's a thing of Bayern having the right players but not the right system. If that or rather you oh no, let me put it this way. Scratch that. That was a lie. It's you know when things are too perfect, mm. like things make too much sense. When I look at Bayern and their squad, that's exactly how I feel. Like you're looking at things and you're saying, "Ah, yeah, you, you know, you have Kane as your target man. You have uh, uh Sane or Coman. You have um, Musiala, or you have all of these players that are. It's literally too perfect. There's, there's, there's no the, it's it's no, no too, passion yeah it's this it, it, it perfectly put you there's there's two it's too refined to the point where you don't have the house yeah. or the guy who connects to the fans like i this is a very very uh outtake i agree but that's the only way i can make sense of this i think part of it is a thing of. You have too many players that are too competent at too many different things, and that 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 is most in, uh, embodied by their wingers. You have Sane and and Coleman. I know muller has been playing in his his free roam off ball runner. What's that? The Ramatador? What's that position? I don't right, even know. That. Yes, you see, see, you see, but it's not me. I'm not the tactical. <laughs> so so that one, he's. I know he's damning there off the right again. Uh, Guerrero's been like used as like a, a midfielder with hybrid back I just think it's a thing of like, okay, Sane Koman, they're wingers that can do a bit of everything, but aren't like extremely good at anything specifically, other than, I guess, their things that to do with their pace. Like, they're not necessarily playmakers, not necessarily finishers, and not necessarily dribbling wingers. They can do a bit of everything, right? Then I look at Musiala, who's of the same mold. He's a 10 who hasn't learned how to manipulate the space or around him. His movement off-ball isn't as good as it it, it will be because he's going to get there, but he's young, right? Then you look at Kimmich, who's a a fairly, um, you know, under developed CDM who is competent on the ball but isn't competent enough as your Schweinsteigers or your 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 LAMS or even a, a Javi Martinez from, from from Bayern's past. And then the, the biggest point of this is uh Upe Makano and Delict who you know are two center backs who again are good, but there's typically you have your enforcer and you have your composed one. They're kind of a bit of both. They kind mm-hmm. of alternate between both but then they don't do each role as well. So it's, it's like a conflict of, of profiles is how I look at Bayern Munich and how, how I qualify Bayern Munich. And it's capped. It's, it's you know, tough decisions need to be made. It's always hard as a coach when you come in and you're blessed with the best team and they say, cook. And that's why I'm not part of the group of people that, that slander Zidane because what he did with Madrid was incredible because you had everything you needed, now win. That's hard. Because you go home and it's almost like when you play, you're playing career mode, you're in season seven, you've signed the whole world, but you still don't get the gold. And you're like, well, what do I need? Must I get rid of, you know, Ronaldo scoring 50? No, what should I? So I think it's that. I think it's a thing of this most recent stint at Bayern Munich with Nagelsmann has made me realize that the coaches don't have the freedom I thought they did. The bureaucracy of Bayern Munich is a lot more uh, overbearing than I, than I previously anticipated. So now I look at Tuchel, who is a manager who's known to kind of find his guys. You know what I mean? Tuchel finds his guys and he cooks with his guys. I think here, you know, there may be a degree of, you no. Know, these are the guys to use. And I think he's kind of caught between two places. And I think that's what's down to why Bayern have been so inconsistent. There isn't an identity in that team and, uh, you know, uh, a grit, as Siva said. I um, mean it's more so just really good footballers that are expected to just win mm. mm-hmm. yeah, almost too,
1: um, almost too literally demand shaft mm. what's the, what's that that's uh, the name for the German national team anyway no it's fine
2: they, they, they play they play, aye like aye. they
1: play like a machine like so. so-
2: Tactico's tacticals.
1: <laughs> but no but very aptly
2: put they they are a side
0: that's kind of in between i think to, to add to what you're saying, I think they're also kind of in between eras. They're still yeah. led by Manuel Neuer, which, you know, that's not a problem necessarily, but Bayern need to enter a new era. They need to evolve, and I don't think that they have. They're still relying on, on some level on Kimmich, because he's still at the club. They're still relying on Thomas Müller, who, if, in, in case anyone is reminding, was at the 2010 World Cup.
2: Hmm, Thomas...
0: You know, mm-hmm. like, they, 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 for me, feel like a club that needs to make really big changes. And I think the scary thing is that the coach to help them make those changes is someone they've already sacked in Nagelsmann. I think mm. going against him that quickly in favor of someone more established, more traditional, quote-unquote, in Thomas Tuchel, I think is, well, probably was the wrong decision. Because Tuchel's record has been worse than Nagelsmann's as well since, since he took over. It it really does leave you questioning Bayern's hierarchy as well. Maybe they need a refresh more than anything else as well. It's been, very, it's been very tough. It's been very tough to try and make sense of things. I, for one, hope they go trophy-less. Um, I am very intrigued yeah. in, like a world where Harry Kane is playing at one of the best teams in the world but still just can't win a trophy. Um, I'd like to think that he's gotten got reputation, Bruce, from showing how good he is in another league. And I think that yeah, I I think it's good for all of us if we see a season where Levy couldn't end up winning. Okay, not now though. Why? Shaka. Uh, you need to let go of your hate for Shaka. I'm never I'm <laughs> never letting it. I'm never.
2: I'm sorry. I, I he can't leave us uh after our almost season and go to another club and win. Nah, nah, I need I need I need um yo. I'm just looking at the table. Stuttgart of oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I need stuck to cook, but Jesus Christ, they fell off. Jesus. Yeah, unfortunately it's uh what what is that swear word you just said in German?
1: It was not swear word. It was, it was not swear word. The the <laughs> Mannschaft. The,
2: the Mannschaft spying. <laughs> Let's go. What why
0: why why did you guess swear word? Why is why is uh, that what you
1: what you
2: <laughs> did? It's an, that, look, look, German to me just sounds oppressive. I don't know. I just feel insulted, like whenever Oaks. it's the tone. It just doesn't <laughs> sound kind. My, so yeah. My no
0: apologies but... to our German listeners. Um, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Syria has a new side at the top of the table. Juventus. Alex is doing something I did not think was possible. Yes, they've played a game. They've they, play, they played a game more than Inter, but they have been matching them stride for stride. I I I'm impressed. He's got he's he's managed to get a tune out of Lovich when I thought... He was killing him single-handedly. He's, he's, he's made it all make sense. And all this in a season when Pogba's been suspended, when, when Juve have had no European football, there have been so many distractions, so many so much concern about about money, about how feasible doing anything at the club would be. He's managed to make it work with Danilo as a centre-back in the back three. I, I have I have nothing but words of praise for Allegri at this point mm. in time. Um, I, I don't know how, how you guys feel about about, about Allegri, but I, I I have been so impressed by him this season. I, I feel like I was wrong. I was wrong tied him off. Style of football aside, he gets results. He certainly it's, has, man.
2: It's it's the perfect it's the per, it's actually the perfect embodiment of what I just said. Allegri is the coach, right? In modern day, not old Allegri, but Allegri of like the past three, four years is the coach where if all things are perfect, he will falter. He will capitulate. There needs to be animosity. There needs mm. to be that, 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 that again, they, you're a football in the most ideal situation, a, a squad mirrors their manager. Liverpool were as good as they were because that team played how Klopp's personality, you know, emanates. It's it, like for like. So with Allegri, the grits, the, the, the intensity, you know, <laughs> the hard work, it's there. Because mm. things aren't perfect. Because you don't have players who know that they can play outplay other out oaks. You know, as you mentioned, Kanya, you have the <laughs> Danilo there. Oh my God, you have Danilo there. You have M- M- McKenny fighting in the middle. Locatelli fighting in the middle. I saw they 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 promoted some. Uh, who's number fifteen, man? Uh, the kid. Yildiz. Just... Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. It look, so now it's a thing of it's like no 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 boys. You look across the field, we're not better than them as footballers. So what are we going to do? We're going to grind, and it, it, there's a there's that there's that synchronicity. So, I don't think you should walk back your your doubts. And you know me, I love to hold you to to your to your predictions, Kanye. Like with Simeone, for example. Here, I think you were one thousand percent justified because. It almost took Juve getting broken, losing everyone and falling apart for Allegri to resonate with these players. Um, mm. when, when you had the stars and you had the, the, the Bonucci, Fialinis, Dybalas, in this day and age, I don't think Allegri communicates with those guys the same way because, you know, a lot of players don't subscribe to that warrior mentality. But to answer your question, look... Whatever makes the league more interesting, I will always jump on. I, I, I fully, fully, fully agree. It would be sad to see Inter not get it done, especially given their financial troubles and how much they need it. But I love seeing football this way, man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Speaking that. of Inter, we've just, we've just seen Lautaro Martinez score another winner as, <laughs> as, as, as somehow, somehow they've they've won the Super Cup. Lautaro Martinez. Arguably, in with the shout for being the best track in the world right now.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely, yeah. definitely, with yeah. the shouts.
2: What a weird season, honestly. Yeah.
1: Honestly, it, it is. Uh, Lizzieva, what are your thoughts
0: on Inter and and their long term future? What What happens from here? Do they, do they get- uh, I, go, I love this in the league. Can, can prospects like like where are they
1: for you? I do think that they will win the league. I think that they've got an excellent striker and leader in Latara Martinez. I think Marcus Turan himself to be an incredibly competent footballer, um, a really great strike partner for for Latara as well. Um, just in general, the way that that team lines up, I I struggle to find. F- that is our well-oiled machine i haven't seen oh, i haven't seen into this good in long man in a very very long time and you kind of want to root for them because there's a really nice balance of um the older the new i think in their style of play um yeah i mean i like Inzaghi. i there's, there's really not much not to like i actually just hope that inter do it on the european stage and win a Champions League uh, in the next uh, year or two. Um, I mean, I don't know why I should doubt them. They they were right there last season. So um, Alatar was just getting better and better. I just I want that. I want that for football. I think that going between England and Spain is getting a little, you know, getting a little tedious. I'd like to see the resurgence that it seems like the entirety of Syria is making right now, uh, I'd like to see that embodied with Inter winning something on the European stage.
0: No, look, I, I think we share the same sentiment. A win, a win for an Italian side at the Champions League would be amazing. Like, if, mm. if it has to be Inter, even as a Milan fan, it's something I'd definitely be on board with. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful, but um, I'm not expecting, though, on, a Euro- on the European front. I, I must be honest. I, I don't know if they can do it again. It would be an unbelievable accomplishment from Inzaghi and his, and his team. But the one thing, before we, before we move on to talking about uh, the red side of Milan, I have to ask, between the side that won the league with uh, Antonio Conte, the inter side won the league with Conte, versus this one, which one do you prefer more?
1: Uh, I'm choosing this one, eh? Oh, wow. I'm choosing That's this one. What?
0: Now you think about it, like you know that that, that's the side you like the most.
1: Yeah, yeah, I 100% know that. I really, really do. Uh, I really like the way it's balanced. I struggle to find a really glaringly obvious weak point in their team, to be honest. It's very well drilled, very well uh, managed. I think it's balanced to the point where, (laughs) watch me say this again, on their day, um, <laughs> they could, they could really do damage to, I think any team, like even like the cities of the world and stuff, dude, technically sound players, bags, man, strikers, uh, robust or surgeon midfielders, uh, the Chilanoglu, highly technical wizard. It's, a, he, <laughs> there's a bit of everything in that team and, um, more hope than as you're saying ex- expectancy, but, um, yeah, they did it last season. They went that far. I, I think that they're even better now. I don't know why um, I go back on that. I think yeah, Conte uh, he's mudded mudded compared to this one. Well, I think, yeah.
2: yeah, that was a uh, that was a bit strong uh, saying he's mudded uh, but um I, I don't know, it's kind of hard to compare because this system is very much Conte's system. I understand that Inter has been tweaked, and that they have, you know, Simeone, Simeone, Simone Inzaghi has given them their own. Actually, is is there a difference? Like, I understand no one, no two teams are the same, but it's hard to compare this to Conte's team because it just really seems like the same player, same profiles, you know, same uh, details just with different players in, in, in their positions. So it's kind of like comparing them just seems like a bit of a a disservice to Conte, you know, just given what he achieved. Um, I do think this team is a bit more inspiring um, because you look at the inter-team and you're like, okay, who is the star here? You know, like it's, it's a bunch of all... It, 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 of course, Nico Varela is a, a, a great player, but... I I'm not fearing a game where I'm playing Nico Burillo if that makes sense. Mm. Like he's a he's a good player and you know you have to focus on him. But I'm not saying you know shiver me timbers like we have to make a plan. Whereas that 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 Conte team, you know, you had a Lukaku who was on cloud nine and his partnership with uh Lautaro was just different in terms of um. The the synchronicity and the 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 relationship they had. Brozovic in the midfield was, you know, up there with some, with some of the best CDMs in, in the world. You had a, a mature Dotura Vidal who's always a, a shit house no matter where he is. You know, Perisic, Hakimi was there that for for one of those seasons, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm like, they seem to have a more star studded team than this inter team currently. Um, so I think this team is more inspiring, but in terms of who is better for me in terms of like winning, uh, I think it's Conte's. Uh, I think Inzage plays more exciting football and maybe that's the uh, that's the the difference between him and Conte I think his he's really draw these teams in terms of their passing patterns and they are so competent and unfazed in possession of the ball but I don't know, man. That Conte team, that, those were winners, dude. That Conte team, even though they did underachieve in the Champions League, and you know they couldn't, they couldn't really get Italian cups. They just had a real aura about them. I, I hate to use that word, but yeah, I don't know. So I yeah. think I'd side with with I, I I choose Quante's team to win a game uh, versus oh this current this current team.
1: Or oh, aura okay. you say, like they would like raise them up. You think? Like uh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I think yeah, I think yeah. Lukaku would Lukaku would rap for them.
1: Yeah, hit the, hit the gritty, maybe. Hit, yeah, hit the gritty. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nonsense. Oh. You
0: guys have successfully killed all enthusiasm about talk about AC Milan. So we'll move swiftly on to Afcon. South Africa won 4-0 most recently. Kinaako! Um, generally, I, 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 I don't have um, too much to say. Sheiks, I'll let you take this as our uh, Afcon expert.
2: Uh, so the African Cup of Nations was started in nineteen. Okay, I'm joking. This is a phenomenal <laughs> tournament. This is I am loving every second of this tournament. I, I unfortunately, because of the time difference, I can't watch every game. Um, but every game I have watched has either been exciting or really, 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 really competent football being paid played. And I don't say competent as a slight. I mean, they are just refined in terms of their fundamentals in uh, off ball their spacing on ball. It is really, really encouraging to see African football on display um, at this level, right? Uh, I think the the quality of goals scored have been great, but the quality of chances missed is where, where, where as a continent, we need to kind of uh, improve, unfortunately. Um, mm. But, yeah, the, big, the, the biggest takeaways, I would say, from the tournament so far... Um, Kuduz is a superstar. I think he is. Mm. he's he really has such a high ceiling. Um, b- very proud of him. Uh, Nigeria look uh, competent. It's always nice to see our, our our guys win. Uh, although we should be beating Namibia, but at, at Afcon there is no should be. Senegal. This may be the best. Footballing African team I have seen since like the Egypt team of like the early two thousands. They oh. are fucking unreal. You know I'm loving loving everything Senegal have to have to have to do on on the football pitch. It's kind of uh th- that 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 German word you used they, it applies to them. There is a superstar yeah. in Mane, but they play as a unit. There is such a nice level of synchronicity and. Just respect that permeates throughout the the, the the team, so very 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 proud of them as 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 you know a fellow african uh and yeah the I guess the highlights so far have been unfortunately Ivory Coast going out that's very very sad um mm. uh and actually, I'm just checking the scores right now, and Egypt are wrapped it's yeah. So it looks like Mo Salah is going to be playing against Arsenal. That is very annoying. Anyways, um, yeah, look, great, great tournament. Probably the best tournament I've seen since '08. That was a legendary Afghan Afghan tournament. Uh, 2013 was also really, really good. But uh, very, very proud as as an African to see this football on display. No, very, very. I Mo uh, uh,
0: your, your views on Afghan?
1: Uh, no, I, I I also love this tournament. Uh. You know, um, we've obviously as individuals spoken amongst each other about this one. Before, and before I'm to be like the two millionth person to say that it's so unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but genuinely, this feels um, just so... It, it, it's such a great joy to watch it now because I feel like the profile for African players is just higher than it's ever been. And... Um, like I mean, Afcon just looks a lot like um, sharper this uh, the, this time around, and um, but like you know the 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 uh, surprises they they they're still there. I mean, right now Mozambique are playing Ghana, and scoreline's two one. It's been three penalties. Um, there's been bicycle kicks. There's been uh, there's, there's, there's there's been like the most outrageous goal. There's been um, yeah, some really really cool stuff. Um, I just to talk about South Africa really quickly. I'm so sorry uh, to say this, but I don't think we look very convincing. Um, yeah, that we're toast. Win, we're finished. That final win was nice and everything, but yeah, we we our 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 level is so manuals. Like we are so tired as like a cohesive football unit. Like it's it's kind of demoralizing to see it. Like to watch. Who you'd like to for and be like, mm, but you guys don't have the juice like that. Like, I
2: already know. Bro. It sucks from the group stage. You know what I mean? You you know what word I'd use to describe us? Just uninspired. There's just mm. no identity with how... It's like... It's like... You know me, I'm Mr. Analogy. It's like, you know when you, you, you rent a car, you go on vacation and you rent a car and you opt not to get the insurance because you don't want to pay the extra however much... A yes. day yeah. And now you have to drive the car That's how we play Like yeah. there is this fear of, of losing Or this fear of embarrassment mm. That is clearly gripping these players And it's it's hindering their ability Percy Tower doesn't miss penalties bro That's genuinely a good player And yeah. it, it, it was just the It's not even tangible pressure From the perspective of Oh, I can't let my country down. It's, I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be. So, yeah, it's very, it's very uninspired, man.
1: I feel like we're operating from the same spiritual places like Man United, you know? like There's just like this shame. There's this immense shame about like everything (laughs) that we do. And even, okay, like the formal win is big. Like it's great. That's good. But when you watch, when you're watching the games, you're like, oh, but these guys hate each other, man. Or like, they they like you said that they're so scared of losing they mm. just end up playing like so robotically or so stilted and um yeah i agree there's no identity there's no motion no flow no bands no bitches um there's <laughs> just nothing about this south african team that screams like you know this is this is something to root for we're we're a couple players that like you know we've got a goal we've got a singular vision we're all here together I'm saddened to see this. I'm saddened to see this. Uh, I know not all of our best players are playing at the tournament right now, but yeah, yeah. um, much left to be desired.
2: Upsetting.
0: No, no, very well put, very well put. As we speak, lads, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, Egypt have actually just got a last-minute winner. And it is being checked checked by VAR as we speak. And we're about to find out if Egypt are going through or not. I've been seeing most them going crazy on the touchline there. Oh, he's not, to in, he's not back in
1: he's not back in Liverpool. Crazy no, crazy no, sitting he's down. Still,
0: he's still here. He's still here. He's sitting uh, down. It yeah. looks like it looks like a handball. I'm watching this on mute, of course, to keep back the recording. And the decision is it's a goal. They've got it. True. They've got it.
2: As as, is going... as 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 I say that, I'm seeing Mozambique just scored an equalizer. Scored two we'll goals see. in two minutes. Mozambique scored, scored two goals in two minutes. Ghana's going home. Oh, my fucking God.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Bro, how if, are we not watching if, this? If, Why are we recording if, now?
1: If ever you need a
0: representation of what F could be, you have it represented here in this podcast as well. Oh,
2: this
0: is my time.
1: God. I'm angry, I, nah, use
2: clip I wish this. I can use my Flip voice right
1: now because this is insane.
2: Clip this. Clip this. This is what we're using. This is the clip. This is unbelievable.
0: Wow. From tears wow. to salvation. Egypt are going through. The story is not done, um, lads. I have nothing left. I think this episode is peaked. Sheiks, anything else you le- you'd like? To lead the listeners, with?
2: Dude, you know when Cape Verde were cooking in twenty thirteen, they were cooking us. We were roasting them. They They are <laughs> top. <laughs> can we Can we actually like respect Cape Verde? How are you finishing on top in a group that has Egypt and Ghana? Nah, shout out to the Cape Verdeans, man. Yeah, that no, that shout out to from you? you?
1: Kvicha um, you have exactly three months before I declare you my first official miss. Who's this? <laughs> uh,
2: oh, You have
1: three months, brother, because you are embarrassing me beyond. This is this is disgusting. Um, wow! Wow! I repped him. I don't uh, know what happened. But... it's the,
0: the Georgian Grealish, but. That's enough yeah. for P&D. Les, we'll be back very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back very, very soon. Easy.
1: All right, Easy. guys. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Just the...